Welcome to Stuff We Love Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Stuff We Love Podcast. I am your host, Scott, and I am happy and honored to welcome back to the podcast today a returning champion, a legendary guest, a Disney expert, a wonderful man, and a very popular guest among our listeners. Please welcome back to the show, the one and only Kyle. Kyle, how are you? Fantastic. Thank you for the intro. Doesn't, uh, you know, well, well embellished. So, Listen, uh, hope that I did not, no, that intro didn't even capture everything amazing. <laughs> I could have gone on for two hours <laughs> with that intro. But it's great to have you on the podcast again. How are you doing? Everything good? Everything's great. Can't complain. Kids are healthy. Family's healthy. So good. Good. I'm happy to hear all that. And we are recording this in late February 2022. So the Super Bowl was a little more than a week ago. The Rams are the champions. They went to Disneyland to celebrate. Uh, did you watch the game? I'm assuming you did. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. De- definitely watched it and um, didn't turn out as expected um, or maybe what I was hoping. But, uh, you yeah, know, it, it was definitely interesting to watch and, you know, it, even down to the last uh, few minutes. Yeah, it was surprising. It, it, the ending was it was. I really thought the Bengals were going to win. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And then the Rams pulled it off. And uh, next thing you know, they're doing a commercial. We're going to Disneyland and they're floating on a parade on Main Street, which is something you and I will probably never, do, never do. Yeah. And actually, the Disneyland part threw me off because it's, it's always Disney World. This time right. it was Disneyland. So I guess that's because the game was played in L.A. And I don't think it was the fact they're from L.A., but it just logistically was easier. Probably. Oh, yeah. Them. Yeah. Yep. Well, anyhow, Kyle, tonight. We're obviously going to be talking about a lot of things, Disney, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about your trip for later in this year. But I wanted to begin our show by talking about a couple of news stories that broke today that I happened to see. The first is that apparently there was a tweet earlier this evening from a Disney executive related to the Gardens, Guardians of the Galaxy coaster. Did you see this? Because this is literally just breaking. No, no, I haven't. Okay. Nope. So a Disney executive was tweeting about the Guardians coaster saying it's amazing and it's going to be wonderful for the fans. And in his first tweet, he mentioned something about an opening Memorial Day weekend. He then deleted that tweet and then issued a new tweet without that date. So apparently the cat's out of the bag. It's opening Memorial Day weekend. And so I want to begin our episode tonight by asking you, how excited are you for the Guardians coaster? Um, I'm really excited for it. Can't wait to, um, I, you know, the idea of the ride itself from what I read, what I, you know, heard people talk about, it looks fantastic, but I'm more excited actually for my older daughter, who's huge, huge Guardians of the Galaxy fan. Uh, she's been talking about this one for a while. Um, you know, like, it, you know, everybody's excited for Tron, but she, her and I are like dialed into this Guardians of the Galaxy ride. Is Guardians your favorite Marvel movie? Ah. <sighs> It's, I like many parts of all the movies. I can't really say I've got one, like, that's an absolute favorite. Sure. Um, you know, just I'm up there, you know, just um, uh, Endgame was great, you know, sure. tying it all together. Uh, have you seen the Spider-Man movie? Uh, so I did not see that because just, I guess that came out at the height of the Omicron wave and just there was too much going on. I lived in a very high contagion area. So I said, you know what, while I am, comfortable going to theaters now and i'm going to see the new batman movie at the time i said you know what i'm going to hold off on spider-man and wait till it comes out at home don't no spoilers no spoilers no 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 definitely not no 
No, so I've, yeah, I've heard some spoilers on Twitter. It's impossible to avoid all spoilers, but I really don't know much about it. Oh, no, it, it was fantastic. My older daughter and I have this thing where her and I go to the Marvel movies together. Great, and uh, just the two of us, and uh, we try to pick off times, so we're like the only ones in the theater. Yeah, that way there's no other reactions from anybody else, you know, and uh, so nobody there to ruin it for us and things like that. So it's worked out well. So a couple of things I want to ask you based on what you've just said, but before we do, I just want to point out that one of my favorite Marvel memories in terms of movies is seeing the first Guardians in the theater. I saw it in IMAX, and I remember during the opening sequence, you'll of course know this, Chris Pratt is listening to his headphone, and there's this great vintage classic rock music, and we never really saw anything like that in a Marvel movie. And I thought to myself, this is going to be different, and it was so much fun. Oh, absolutely. I, it's a soundtrack that gets played in this house a lot, yeah. not only by, you know, my daughter, but like my wife loves it because, you know, children of the 80s. Yeah, <laughs> so for sure. It's, uh, you know, it's all 80s music all the way. So, um, which we kind of got our kids into it, too. So that's very important. You got to pass, you know, pass the music down generations. Um, <laughs> yeah. I wanted to ask you, are you pleased overall with the Marvel merchandise at the Disney parks when you've been there recently? Overall, yeah. Uh, I'm for me personally. I'm not a like merchandise buyer, you know. So I'm the one that they hate going in because I don't. I'm not a souvenir guy. Mm-hmm. However, for my kids, um, they've loved it. Um, I've got a daughter, my younger daughter, who had no interest in the Marvel movies at all until she could buy a little baby group, and now she's watching all the movies. Sure. So, you know, so so stuff like that. But um, overall, yeah, I, I think they, you know, like my girls have Pandora beads of it. Uh, for Black Widow stuff. And, um, you know, my older daughter has the necklace for Black Widow because Black Widow is her ultimate favorite. Great character. And, uh, so, oh yeah. And then the boys are just loving it. Um, Captain America, Iron Man all the way. Uh, mm-hmm. Big into Captain America uh, to the point where my, actually my youngest started reading comics. Wow. So. That's awesome. That's definitely one of the benefits, I think, of this Marvel resurgent. Resurgence, I should say. It's getting people into the comic books that may not have been interested before. And um, it's really, really so much stuff. There's a Marvel spirit jersey that Disney sells. I saw it on a YouTube video that I want, but it's not on Shop Disney. I keep checking. It's, there's one on there now. It's like a black and white tie-dye. I, that's cool, oh, but yeah. it's, that's not the one I want. The one I want is kind of black and it says Marvel in, in big red letters. Um, that's the one I want. But uh, we'll see. Maybe I'll pick that- it up later this year if it's there. Red uh, Marvel with the characters on it too. Uh, I don't know if there are characters. There may be, but right, it's my great. daughter's got one like that. Yeah, there's so much stuff. There really is, and uh, I think one of the great things about Disney Plus is that now you got all the movies there, so you could revisit the Marvel movies, and they have these original Marvel shows, which really have been hitting it out of the park. Did you watch Hawkeye? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, loved it. How great was, was that uh, show? The storyline was great. Um, you know, I hope they come back. I think they are. I think they're yes. in season two for it. Right. Um, you know, because I'd like to see where they go after the way it ended, where mm-hmm. uh, Kate Kate goes back to Hawkeye's house, meets his family, and they, you know, she's welcomed there. So, right, I, it's a lot of potential for that. Um, I wanted to. So, so anyhow, oh, going back, to, I started to think about what I began with. It was the Guardians coaster. So, I want to ask you a question, which is that. Maybe it was two episodes ago on the podcast. I was having a conversation with Dean, Nick, and Paul from Butter and Bacon. 
And it was about thrill rides and what we like to go on and not like to go on. And I made a very controversial statement, which is that I've never been on Tower of Terror or Expedition Everest or Rock and Roller Coaster because I don't like crazy thrill rides. And what's interesting is that there are a lot of people out there that would go on those rides, but not do other rides that I love, like Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey or teacups. Um, some people can't do Flight of Passage because of the motion sickness. Are there any rides out of curiosity that you don't like doing for whatever reason? Uh, I don't like heights. So Tower Terror has been out for me. Uh, my family's trying to convince me to do it. Um, you know, they're, they're making some headway because I, I like the idea of it. I like the storyline to it. Uh, it's just that the whole height with the drop. Uh, so that that kind of, you know, gets me um, Everest love. Uh, I think I mentioned it last time I was on where I did it five times in a row. Uh, yes. You know, just yes. caught it one time great. Four times is great. Fifth time was not. Um, <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I got no problem. But uh, like Tron, I'm actually excited for it to come out. Mm-hmm. However, worried about the height thing. And the, um, you know, uh, just the speed of it, I guess, um, like the one in, um, is it Hong Kong or Tokyo? I'm trying to blank. I thought right it's now. Shanghai. Is it Shanghai? Oh, is that? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I thought I wasn't even close to any of them, but um, it's 70 miles an hour. So that, that's, a, that's 70 a miles thing. an hour. That's faster yeah. than test track. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So if we had the identical one, that's the speed of it. That's intense. Now, granted, that's according to... Um, I can't remember the uh, vlog, but they, you know, did it all, um, did the top 10 coasters and they listed that as a speed. So, wow. So am I correct that like me, you have never done Tower of Terror? Yeah, absolutely. I have not done it. Okay. Now yeah. I don't feel so, uh, so alone. Um, no. Have you done Splash Mountain? I can't remember if we talked about that. Yes, actually, this is one that, so years ago when my wife and I first met, or not, or not first met, but first went to Disney. Um, that was one that she tried to get me to go on. And I'm like, no way. And finally, the concession was um, she'd go on Test Track um, and I'd go on Splash Mountain. She didn't like Test Track at the time because, you know, had a car accident and just kind of spooked her. So she didn't need to do that. But sure. now, you know, not an issue and uh, goes on it. No problem. As do I with Splash Mountain. So when it comes to Splash Mountain, what, if you can remember, what were your thoughts after you wrote it for the first time? Storyline was great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I know that's going to change and I understand why. And uh, so I like the, you know, a little bit of excitement build up, but also had the calm, dark ride. And then you have your um, leading up to the big drop, which the view from that, the top is fantastic. It is. Um, it is. So, and then... Uh, you know, that the drop is, uh, it's quick and, you know, luckily and, uh, after mm-hmm. it's, it's a nice little ride. Do you so. agree though? And if you don't, please, as always, Kyle, we love you because you're honest with everything. Um, do you agree that the drop is not as bad as it looks from the outside? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Because by the time you're worried about it, it's over. Yeah. So. It's a weird thing with the drop on Splash Madden. And maybe I'm totally off base here, but. I kind of look at it as like two parts. It, the first, the boat kind of tilts over and picks mm-hmm. up a little speed. And then it's just like a literally less than a second where you get that sinking sensation. And then it's over. It's really not bad. And, and actually, looking at the pitch of it, too, as you're going down, you don't realize how actually, not that it's a, a huge angle to it, 
but uh, it's not like it that straight down as it looks as you're looking far away. That's true. It definitely is a slope. It's not a, it's not a tower of terror type drop. No. <laughs> not even close. Um, and that's, you know, what I was saying in that episode is that that's one of the great things about Disney is that whatever your interests are and what you feel comfortable with, there is something for you to do. And that's one of the reasons I keep going back because I could go to Hollywood studios and not go on Tower of Terror and Rock and Roller Coaster and still have a gazillion things to do, all of which I love. And you get a full day no matter what, if you want a full day. Yeah, oh, totally. And, and we do have some some divide in our family. Uh, like my oldest will not do Tower of Terror, um, Rock and Roller Coaster. And she's not too fond of Slinky. She'll do it occasionally. Mm-hmm. But um, see, but I like Rock and Roller Coaster. It's, you know, one of my top favorites there. And it kind of got knocked out of first place um, with Rise mm-hmm. of the Resistance. Yeah. So uh, that's, that's understandable. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, there's definitely a wide variety. And, uh, you know, she was getting older. We said, okay, you go here. We're going to do this. You know, obviously we're monitoring her cell phone nonstop and just pinging it, make sure we know where she is. And uh, Oh, yeah. That's understandable, <laughs> too. Um, so it's interesting. What was it about Slinky Dog that gave her some pause? I don't, I think she doesn't like the first hill and it's almost that um, 90 degree tilt. Right. Um, so when it when goes up it. and then you come back. Yeah, I, I could see that. And uh, everybody's got their thing. Everybody's got what they feel comfortable with. And I think Disney is a place where if you want to push yourself on that stuff, you can and be totally comfortable and surprise yourself. Unlike Universal, which I also love. But some of the attractions there are very intense, like Dr. Doom's Freefall over at Islands of Adventure. I've not done it, but I could tell you, without even going on it, I would hate it. I would just hate it. Um, the, this, it and I'm sure you would, too, because it's kind of like high up. <laughs> you're outside, not even inside, and it drops. And I'm hoping right. that Guardians is going to be an accessible roller coaster. I don't want to see anything crazy. Like I would love to feel comfortable riding it. Yeah, with that one, from what I've seen so far, it, it looks like the coaster itself should be fine. I don't think there's too much height in it because it's in a building. Right. Um, yeah, we're in a big building, but it's still in a building. I think um, the only thing that might throw people off is actually the uh, scenery as you're spinning and going up and down. Um, I think of it almost like a wild, a wild mouse ride. So um, like Primeval War was mm-hmm. um, a little more intense than that. But right. then you have your projections, which just make it you know, more exciting. It's going to be, it's going to be fascinating. And that ride is going to be a huge addition to Epcot. The crowds Memorial day weekend, which are big anyway, are now going to be even bigger. If this, if that was an accurate tweet, which probably was, you know, it's probably a a mistake that the guy let it slip. Um, Oh, especially if he took it down. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. Uh, Kyle, tell us a little bit about your uh, trip plan for this summer for Disney. Uh, This one is going to do a split stay. Um, it'll be our uh, split between the Fort Wilderness Cabins and Saratoga Springs, uh, both of which we've done before once. Uh, the cabins was an interesting experience uh, as far as, you know, your cabins individual, which was great. Uh, we saw a lot of wildlife, fantastic. We love the overall layout and what we could do there, which is why we're kind of drawn back to it. The only downside of it that uh, my wife uh, always worries about is we had one day where it just poured and you know it was the evening we just decided to stay in which isn't a big deal the kids relaxed for a bit watch tv 
And uh, she mentioned to me that she has a, you know, stay in the place we do something, you know, connected to a lobby would be great because on those days that you don't want to go outside because the weather is just so bad, you still can do things like mm-hmm. Animal Kingdom Lodge. Again, my favorite or our favorite. Uh, there's always stuff to do. There's always activities uh, versus the cabin style or even Saratoga Springs where, you know, you, there's no uh, real lobby unless you walk out of your, your area. Go to it, but we're looking forward to it. Uh, this will be a 10 day trip. Um, we like those longer trips for a little more relaxing enjoyment. And we got a little surprise for the kids built in there as well for a little adventure we're hoping works. Very cool. Sounds like a great trip. And um, when was the last time you stayed at Saratoga Springs? So uh, last April. Was when oh, we last stayed. April. Okay. Yeah. It's weird, you know, like the past couple of years. I mean, I know for a fact we have talked about that, and yet yes. just. This, I don't know. It's, I can't remember this stuff. This is the, uh, all these podcast conversations, right? But um, oh, it's a, it's a, last few years is like a bubble of time. You it's know, true. It's, just, it's weird. Yeah. It's pretty, it's yeah. pretty weird. Um, one of the great things I have not stayed at Saratoga Springs, but I know plenty of people who have, and they love it. And one of the best things about it is the fact it's walking distance to Disney Springs, or you can yes. take a boat there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let me ask you, do you have any specific plans for any Disney Springs restaurants? Uh, we do. We're still trying to figure that out a little bit. Um, I don't know. I, I'm getting peer pressured a little bit occasionally about a boathouse for some people. You may know them. Uh, uh, yes, so. I happen to be a fan of that place. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's that's a possibility. Um, you know, we've hit paddlefish a lot because the kids really like it there. Yes, you love paddlefish um, too. That's right. That's right. So we, we, we want to branch out, do something different. So uh, Bo House is on the list, the short list. Um, however, we may like Jock Lindsay's. Uh, yeah, we're kind of interested too with the Indiana Jones tied to it. Yeah, Jock Lindsay's is a fun place and they have great outdoor seating that's covered. So if it's hot out, you do get some shade and the views, it's right on the water. So on one hand, if you look one way, you see the boathouse right next door and you look the other way, you're able to see the west side from a totally different perspective. And it's just a very beautiful view. You see everything from the characters in Flight Balloon all the way down to Yaleo, if I'm saying that correct, the, the restaurant. And it's yep. just so much cool stuff there to see. And the food is great. Oh, okay. So that's a plus. Yeah. So I so that's uh, definitely one on, on the list that we're going to hit. Now, like, Kyle. Homecoming it, is great. Oh, Homecoming is amazing too. I mean, these are these are great restaurants. Uh, I'm going to tell you what, if I was you and you go to the boathouse, this is what I would order for your first time there. Okay. Yep. This is just you, no other members of your family. They could have whatever they want. This is what I think you should have. First off, they're going to bring you the rolls, which are the best rolls you will ever have. I'd get the lobster bisque soup, even though it's summertime. Okay. Then I would get shrimp cocktail. It's amazing. And they were explaining to me once why the shrimp are so good. I think it's the region they come from. It's just these enormous shrimp. It's phenomenal. Then I would get a filet, okay? Because they're affiliated with the Gibson Steakhouse chain from Chicago, and the filet is great. Oh, excellent. And then get a baked potato on the side because they're these giant baked potatoes. Now, if you go for lunch, which is also great, still get the shrimp cocktail. That's what you should start with. Get the lobster roll for your lunch. The best lobster roll I've ever had. It's astoundingly good. Really? Yes. All right. See, that's we my typically recommendation. Stay away from, we typically stay away from lobster rolls, 
being okay. from Shoreland, Connecticut. Um, however, if, if you're recommending it, I might have to uh, venture over to it. If you did want to stay away from it, I would get perhaps as an entree their filet mignon sliders, which are just great. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. And for a drink, the blueberry lemonade. I forget everything that's in it. It's honestly, it's like you can't even uh, taste the alcohol because it's all sweet and good, but it's it's good. <laughs> hey, so dangerous. <laughs> oh, it's dangerous. It's definitely dangerous. Honestly, I could literally, like I'm drinking a soda now, I could drink that just the same way. It's just easy and, and yeah, good. That's like the uh, moonshine sweet tea over at uh, Homecoming. Have you ever had that? The, I have not had the moonshine sweet tea. I've had their sweet tea and I think it's phenomenal. Uh, the moonshine sweet tea is, is great. Uh, I have the water bottle uh, that they sell there, the refillable yeah. water bottle. Right. And, I know what um, you're talking about. Yeah. The tables in Wonderland, it was fantastic, but I can't see that coming back. Um, but uh, I guess I'll just have to pay it without the discount because I will. Um, it's fantastic. I try to fill it up uh, within reason, um, but uh, it's usually uh, filled up a couple of times. So. Great recommendation. I, if I go to homecoming on my trip this year, I will get the moonshine sweet tea and then I'll be. Yeah, oh, definitely. That, that, that's good. That, that's good tip. Thank you. Um, what are your favorite dessert places in Disney Springs? Oh, um, so um, uh, Ghirardelli. Yeah. They've uh, got this one. It's uh, essentially the kitchen sink without the sink. Um, it's seven scoops of ice cream, all the toppings, stuff like that. For a larger family like us, for the six people, uh, it's great. And we can't finish it, but uh, it's great. And it just turns into soup at the bottom, so you don't really want to finish it sometimes anyway. Sure. But but it, it's a great experience. The kids love it. They get a kick out of it. But uh, definitely alternative if you can't get into Beaches and Cream. Yeah. Beaches. What do you prefer, Beaches and Cream or Ghirardelli? Uh, you can't beat the No Hey Jose. Uh, that, that's my go-to there. That's at Beaches and Cream. Yes. Yep. What is in that? Um, so it's chocolate ice cream. Uh, you could probably substitute vanilla or something like that mm-hmm. if you want. But chocolate ice cream, uh, choc- uh, peanut butter sauce, uh, whipped cream, cherry, nuts. Um, but I want to say, oh, I'm drawing a blank on if it has a uh, hot fudge in it or not. I, I'm pretty sure it does as well. It's great. But uh, it's, it, it's large. Um, order a small meal. Get the Noe Jose. Good tip. Um, have you been to the boardwalk ice cream over at the boardwalk hotel? I haven't. No, if, no. Cause we haven't stayed there recently. If you try to get into beaches and cream and it was too busy or you just can't do it, go over to the boardwalk. I think it's actually the same ice cream that they use at beaches and cream. And it's more traditional ice cream parlor where you go in, you order at a counter, and then they have a little bit of seating outside. I thought the portions were huge. I got to say, I got what was admittedly a larger Sunday there, but it was still very big for even that i was surprised um so yeah uh, another place i would try at disney springs that i've not tried what's i I always escapes the name but uh marketplace snacks there's some kiosk where they sell dole whips but they're themed dole whips like during the holidays it's peppermint nacho dole whips or something like that i really want to go i mean i'm going to be there for the holidays this year um, in December. And I would love to try that because one of the things that my wife and I always talk about is when we go on these trips, we want to try something new that we've never tried before, whether it be a restaurant or a particular snack. And in the moment, it's hard to do that because you love 
so much stuff already. And let's face it, we don't live there. We don't have it every day. So you want to experience it. But then at the same time, you do want to try something new. Oh, absolutely. You got to have that perfect balance, you know, where the new stuff versus your nostalgia and classics. Um, Like one of the things we're going to try this time, uh, hopefully we get into is football. Um, Just on one of our kind of, you know, downtimes in an afternoon and uh, they've only got it on the weekends. So uh, we're going to try to try to hit that. Which one? I couldn't understand what you said, uh, Kyle. I'm sorry. Um, foot golf. So essentially, golf with a soccer ball. It's um, foot golf. The, yes. At yep. Disney World. Yes. Yep. Where? It's only up, it? but on the weekends, uh, the Magnolia Pines uh, Palms Course. Uh, so oh. closest access would be like um, Shades of Green or in Polynesian. It's, sure. it's that area over there. I know exactly where that is. Yeah. And what is it? I I, I truly have never heard of this. So what is it's essentially golf, except you were kicking a soccer ball. And uh, since I get a you know a couple of kids who uh, love their soccer, that uh, we're going to give it a try and see how it goes. And uh, hopefully just have a lot of fun with it and bring a lot of uh, water with us because I heard it gets hot, especially in the afternoon, because they only yes. offer it, like I said, certain, like I think it's after two o'clock and on like Friday, Saturday and Sunday, maybe. Uh, and I guess the benefit to it is you get to see the course. I've never seen a Disney golf course really up close. Yes. Yep. I mean, I've seen it from my resort, either at Onkey West or Saratoga, right. but I've never walked on it. So, uh, so we'll see. You got to come back on the show and tell us about foot golf. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Gotta, the foot golf episode. With the, yes. With the, that's what the listeners want. They want foot golf. Um, we could be the first foot golf podcast. Actually, there you go. Yeah. Um, so let me ask you a general question. And I know we have talked about it before. I just want to know if you have been experiencing it still, because I am experiencing this, which is negative feedback from friends who don't go to Disney as much as we do, criticizing our trips. Do you still get that? Um, not as much. Um, like I got a guy that I work with. Um, we were uh, together a few days a week. And that could be, a, you know, different uh, duties, responsibilities, whatever. But um, two days a week, we meet up and uh, we have breakfast. You know, us is like four of us that do it. And um, so he's going to Disney for the first time in three years. Usually he's in every other year family. Okay. Um, and he's uh, in that in the COVID times has expanded his family. Uh, so he's got, got a it. now uh, she'll be, I think, three or just just over three, just under when they go and then he'll have his one-year-old mm-hmm. and uh, then he'll have the older two as well. So the older two are 14 and 13, I believe. Okay. So, so they're going to be able to go a little more on their own within reason, obviously we're like, okay, stay in the land, but we're going to be over here with your brother and sister doing Dumbo 10 million times. Sure. So he's really excited and to hear his excitement and what he wants with the kids um, is great. It's just great to hear. And so he's asked me a lot of questions, which is great. Um, just enjoy trying to give them the tips that I can from mm-hmm. our years of the kids being young down there. Where is he staying? Uh, he's staying at Bay Lake Tower. Uh, we, we actually, yeah, yeah. He's got a two bedroom Bay Lake Tower. Uh, he has extended family going with him. Yeah, yeah. So it was funny because when he was asking me places to stay and even backup places if they can, couldn't get it, um, I showed him pictures from our past trip and I told him, look, go to YouTube you know, look at the room from there. So we did all that stuff as well. So, uh, you know, he's really excited. I'm, I'm excited for him. I think he's just going to have a great time. Are you going to be there at the same time as him or no? 
No, no, he's going um, early summer and I'm going late summer. Okay. Do you, are you getting any negative criticism for your trip from people? No, I, I, everybody does so ingrained with me that they, they don't even ask, they don't even question it. Right. They, they know. know I'm going there. And you know, if I only go like last year, we went three times in the year because uh, we had all those DVC points. Right. This year, we're only hitting the one longer trip because we sold one of our contracts in the process of buying another one. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. More points at Animal Kingdom for us is always a good thing. For sure. Um, but we're also keeping our Saratoga one as well. Um, so yeah, everybody knows one trip is a short, you know, unusual for me. It's usually like multiple. So they all pick on me for that, but in a good way. It's, um, I still, th- one of the things that drives me nuts is that for some people, just some, they like to criticize Disney trips and yes. yet they wouldn't criticize other trips. So people could go skiing every year. They could go to, it's, it's kind of like this on my honeymoon, I was in Aruba and I remember waiting online for a beach chair. And I heard a guy saying to another guy, him and his family have gone to Aruba every year for 15 straight years. That's their tradition. And I thought to myself, wow, you know, that's interesting. I personally would not want to do that. But if that's what makes them happy, I want them to have a great time. Yeah, exactly. And there's something about Disney that for some people just sets them off. They can't fathom that adults would like going to Disney as much as we do. And it pisses me off. I, should, I guess I could say that. I mean, <laughs> it yeah. pisses me off. I'll say it. So, you know, not that that's a bad word. If that's the word that gets us uh, an explicit rating on, on Apple, then okay. But you know what I'm saying. Right, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, totally. Yeah. No, I, I had one guy that was like that all the time. He's like, you're going back again? And he's since retired. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he was the only one that would really give me pushback. Like, wait, you do the same thing every year as well. Yeah. Why right. are you, you know, making fun of me for doing the same thing every year? You know? It's true. It's true. It's interesting the way some people lose sight of that when they criticize the Disney trips. But I, I do think if you're fortunate enough to go more than once in a, you know, like we, we've been there a lot, we can really tailor our trips to things where there's stuff for all ages. You know what I mean? It's not like, you know, there are people that go once every five years. And if they're going with kids, especially little kids, they're really going to be focused on rides like Dumbo and Peter Pan. And there's nothing wrong with those rides. They're great. Yeah. And I love them, but it's yeah. not like, okay, well, we're going to do flight of passage or, if you want to do Tower of Terror, that's not even really part of your trip planning. Right. No, um, oh, absolutely. What at the parks are you particularly excited to get back to this year? Uh, Rise of the Resistance, because I, I mean, I don't think I can write that enough. I mean, there's just so much detail, so much story to it. Mm-hmm. It's great. Um, but as funny as it's going to sound, just being there, like just walking down Main Street, just enjoying the sights, sounds, sure, uh, everything about it. Just in that, that in my head, that's what I picture every time I can't wait to go is just being there, whether it's the Epcot entrance music as we're going in. I get it. Uh, Main Street, just the atmosphere. It, obviously, the attractions are great. The shows are fantastic. Yeah. Uh, glad to see Streamosphere. People are starting to come back. Right. Um, so looking forward to that. So you have not been there since they brought in the lights on Spaceship Earth at night. Am I correct? Have you seen no, that person? No, I haven't. You no, got to spend some time there. You got to, I actually would plan to go to Epcot at night, which you probably would do anyway at one point Yes, and make sure you have, I would say 10 to 15 minutes set aside just for that area because the photos you'll take 
and just looking at it, it's one of those, it's honestly one of the greatest things that I have seen in Disney World in all my years of going there. It is breathtakingly beautiful, these lights at night. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of relating almost like to the uh, Tree Life Awakens yes. uh, show. Love and, it. Uh, that, you know, I agree, not as detailed with the animals, but with the lighting and things like that. that that's what I'm picturing in my head. It's, um, I would say without giving anything away, it's different than that, but in terms of your reaction to it, just like the way that you're in awe at the Tree of Life show at night, I, I think you'll be in awe at the lights at Spaceship Earth at night. Yes, that, that, that I think is a perfect description. Yes, no, yeah. absolutely. It's one of those yeah, Disney not- things where you're there and you're like, oh, this is, you're going to get the feels as they say, you know what I mean? It'll reinforce that feeling you have of why you love Disney so much in Disney world. Um, I'm trying to think what else I want to ask you about your trip, but you'll be back on obviously after you go for, for a trip report. <laughs> but um, what have you been doing to pass the time to pursue your Disney uh, fandom while you wait till, uh, till it's trip time? Uh, a lot of planning, uh, a lot of discussion, uh, especially as I mentioned before, as my kids are getting older, they're getting more involved with the planning, uh, especially the meals. The meals is what they're going for. Um, Smart kids. Like, right. Yeah, then you will. And yeah, and then they want some. You know, at least the girls. You know, alone time. Yeah, like just the two of them. Um, you know, the, especially they're so close in age. You know, they're they're buddies, and they just can just go. And yeah, you know, we have no problem letting them go because we know they're going to behave. No, no more issues there. Mm-hmm. Um, they definitely know how to use a magic band. <laughs> so, right. Uh, you know, they'll, they'll, they won't starve. And, but uh, just, you know, different things. Not that I want to not spend time with them, but it's almost like the next next stage for them or I can't wait for them to have their little adventure, come back and talk to us about it. Yeah. Uh, so those are conversations and just enjoying, you know, family time together. It, it's, you know, the, the 10 days of the year where it's just the six of us, you know, guaranteed and, uh, you know, we get to enjoy each other's company and just have some laughs and enjoy it. So I know you mentioned earlier in the show that you're not a souvenir person, but can you think of anything you have ever bought at Disney world that stands out? Just one souvenir that you, for whatever reason means a lot to you. Uh, means a lot off the top of my head. I can't think of it. Um, probably I've got a couple of shirts, sweatshirts that I really like. Yeah. Um, however, the thing I use the most is actually a Disney Vacation Club coffee mug. Sweet. It's the right size, uh, but I don't drink coffee. It's always tea or hot chocolate. Uh, but I, I know my wife is all about her coffee mugs. Gets one yes. every time she goes. Um, but yeah, but I, I usually would rather spend the money that I'd spend on souvenirs on experiences, uh, whether it's uh, eating more at food and wine, which I don't see how that's possible from last time the menu was uh, dropped it dropped today i don't know if you saw that the food and wine menu dropped today oh did it oh, okay yes. oh fine fantastic all right i'll take a look i gotta study it i haven't really studied it but the part i did look at it was amazing i wanted everything and you know just like i did it for two seconds i wanted everything <laughs> i'll definitely have to check that out yeah because I, I know they've um dropped uh flower and garden as well so i didn't realize it was uh food and Wait, wine. maybe it was no, I think it was food and wine. I'm trying to think. Uh, uh, flower and garden. I think it was food and wine. It may have been flower and garden. Both start with an F, so I could have. Uh, I'm going to give you a souvenir recommendation. There's great festivals. So I'm going to give you a souvenir recommendation. Because um, you mentioned mug. And you like the. Because I think Disney mugs are great. And they're, you could honestly buy tons of them and, and they never get old. 
in the marketplace co-op at Disney Springs, there's a 50th anniversary merchandise section. I hope they still sell these, but there are these very large Starbucks. They're not mugs in the traditional sense. There's no handle. Okay. But they're designed for coffee, hot chocolate, whatever. And there's one for the magic kingdom, one for actually one for every park and there's Christmas mugs and they're the best mugs I own. They're hand wash only. So you can't put in the dishwasher, which is a drawback admittedly, but they keep the drinks really warm. There's a cover on top. I love these mugs. It was the, I, I bought one when I was there and then I've since ordered three on shop Disney. Oh, really? Yes. Are that good? They're that right. good. Definitely... They, they are that good right. for the drink. <laughs> definitely keep an eye out for that one then. That's a good merchandise recommendation. Um, well, yeah, actually, the only be... one I, good. Oops. Yeah. The only one I lament losing because uh, it broke was many, many, many years ago. I get this Typhoon Lagoon mug and uh it was oversized i you know way more than you should normally drink a soda and like a you know average sitting or whatever right but uh i always used to use it when i was doing yard work or something like that because it's big kept things cold forever and uh yeah but that that's the one i lament the loss of so if you see it now get it again oh they, they don't even make them anymore oh, okay <laughs> yeah well i'll tell you speaking of merch you mentioned you like disney sweatshirts a yep personal opinion i have is that their sweatshirts are better than their t-shirts the ones made by Disney. yes oh absolutely. better quality better quality yeah yeah my wife picked one up last trip she goes yeah i've been eyeing this one the last couple of trips she goes i just you know haven't pulled the trigger on it yet so finally she did it and she wears it all the time like why don't you order it or buy it sooner you know but she uh it's really good quality um definitely warm from you know what i can tell you know she's like oh you gotta check this thing out so all this stuff is important because it, when you're home missing the parks, it makes you feel connection to the parks. It makes you miss it less, if that makes any sense. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Which is why um, there's a thing called Sorcerer Radio. Um, which oh, yeah, all for sure. Disney music. And uh, it's pretty much 24-7 in my house. Yeah. Uh, to the point where my wife even will go to work. And if uh, she's got time at her desk, she'll just, you know, pop it on in the background and listen to it. And uh they, they've got the atmosphere station. They got a couple of different stations, but the yes. atmosphere is one is the one we go with because it's, it's most of its background loop. It's a very well done app on the iPhone. I don't know if that's what you use yeah. it on, but it's it's just a really good app and easy to yes. use and fun. It's it's fun. Oh yeah, we we actually keep our old cell phones occasionally, and um, we'll have one just for that purpose. Just hook it up to the speaker in the kitchen and uh, do it that way. There are a couple of good radio services like that, you know, where a Disney radio service. And what I mean by that is probably radio service is not the best way to describe it, but audio programming where you put it on and it launches you into the parks just from the audio. The audio is such a powerful thing. Music is such a powerful thing and sound that you could put it on and instantaneously feel like you're in the parks. Or if you don't recognize the track, but like, Oh, where's that from? And it piques your interest. Yeah. Well, it's funny. Cause um, actually just, I, Figured I'd get to it later with a stop of love recommendation, but sure. I started watching Band of Brothers with my son. You know, because oh. I think it's a great, great history piece. I think I remember chatting with you on Twitter about the uh, this podcast about it. Yes. So, which kind of sparked me, like, okay, time for the kids to do it. So he's listening to the Soren music cue one day or cue music, and um, you know, he goes, "This is from Band of Brothers." 
like mm. yep you get you nailed it yeah it's wow. one of their, it's their theme and uh so uh yeah just you, you don't know where the music is coming from sometimes as far as you know just how widely diverse it is um where you get like the last millions from wilderness lodge or again band of brothers from soaring you just right. never know where stuff's gonna pop up so i guess before we get to the stuff we love segment because i i honestly i looked at the clock and I think we're close to an hour already. So this is oh, pretty amazing. Um, I, I wanted to ask you, because we're talking about sounds and music, what are some of your favorite Disney tracks? Not necessarily Disney world tracks, but just Disney songs that make you think of the parks or that bring you uh, joy. Which, which, what are some of those tracks? Uh, for years ago, Love, Love Aladdin. Um, mm. you know, when, you know, back uh, you know, early 90s. Great. So, uh, whole new world was always one that was always, lo- always loved that one. Right. Uh, bring back a lot of good memories. Um, then, uh, you know, just things like that, like some of the, the more recent movie ones, especially when you, again, you hear it in the background where mm-hmm. your, your Marvel movies, uh, just fantastic. Just takes you right back to where it is. Yeah. Uh, just some of the ride music, you know, like Aerosmith now, you right. know, with, uh, their songs, I was on the clicks on the radio. I don't really think of Eurosmith song. I think of rock and roller coaster. <laughs> right, so. right. Um, have has your family been listening a lot to the Encanto soundtrack? Not not quite the soundtrack, but the kids have watched the movie four times. We actually just watched it last night. Okay, because uh, my wife hadn't seen the it all the way through. Right. Uh, so last night was the night we all watched it together. So I'm going to uh, tell she, you uh, something. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Kyle. I mean, go ahead. I was using you know not to embarrass her, but. Uh, yeah, she definitely cried uh, a few times through it. It's okay. Um, and my my older daughter was actually, you know, kind of picking on her for it. And because uh, again, it's, she had seen it like four times already, so right. she's past the tears. But I'm sure she had them before. <laughs> Did you see? Speaking of Encanto, some artist at the Festival of the Arts at Epcot did this amazing sidewalk art for Encanto. This may be the best art I've ever seen in my life. I am really not kidding you. Three D oh, really? chalk art. For Encanto. I, can, can you see this thing? Yes. Yep. It looks 3D. Well, wow. Yeah. All right. Because I, I know the location. I which is kind of sad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, no, no. It's not sad. It makes sense. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. When you can see a cool little corner piece, you go, oh, I know where that is. That's how you so, know you uh, can, That's how you know you no, go a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, no, but actually, some of the work that I've seen from, um, People, it's just been incredible. Yeah. You know, but that one, I don't think I've seen. I've seen a couple of pigments here and there and yeah. whatnot, um, you know, other movies, but uh, no, I hadn't seen that one. Will you get the figment popcorn bucket? <laughs> My kids have seen it. And uh, I, I can say they definitely have an interest. Um, right. go, okay, you know, we got to get back on a plane. If that's going to be your carry on <laughs> item or your, or your personal item, I right. says, don't forget, we just do carry ons. We're not doing the, yeah, you know, but hey, if our flight gets canceled again, all's out the window. That's true. You buy whatever big thing you want. Yeah. So. Imagine you incur excess baggage fees because of a figment popcorn bucket. <laughs> that would be that'd be great. A live tweeting uh, episode of that. Um, Kyle, before we get to stuff we love, any any final Disney thoughts you want to share with the audience? Uh, no, just uh, looking forward to the trip, and um, just like we were talking about uh, earlier um, off air was uh looking forward to the family's amazing race uh that we're gonna we're gonna do 
and uh, hitting all four parks and trying to do the scavenger hunt for the uh, statues. And That's going to be great. That and we will have you on to talk about it after the uh, trip. But we'll have you actually, it's, it's only February now, so we may have you on before then too, but uh, <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Uh, and with that, we're going to turn now to the Stuff We Love segment. This is where Kyle and I are going to give you a recommendation of something we've been enjoying. And Kyle, you mentioned a moment ago, you, you started watching Band of Brothers with your son um, and the music you recognized, obviously, from Disney. Uh, was that your Stuff We Love recommendation or did you have something else tonight? It was going to be. Um, but uh, yeah, to follow that up. So there's, there's if you really like that series, um, the, there's a podcast. It, it was a just 10 series podcast essentially goes episode by episode of band of brothers and uh, a lot of great information in it. Um, right. It was produced by HBO uh, who also produced the series, but if you haven't, you know, checked out band of brothers yet, totally recommend it. Uh, the podcast would be a great follow up to it. So you can understand more of what's going on, but uh, a great history piece. Uh, a lot of, you know, obviously war scenes. However, the story is really about the guys and what they mm -hmm. went through. Right. And then you, um, before each episode, you know, some of the guys will speak, you know, and, um, you know, remember what they went through. And uh, as you get closer and closer to the end of the series, you get to kind of pick out who was who in it. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, it's really kind of interesting and um, just amazing what those guys went through and what they did for all of us. Uh, it's a remarkable story. And I think too often nowadays, everyone, we're all guilty of it as we, go through our lives. We don't take a moment to put things in perspective and to just think about how grateful we should be and how lucky we all are. Um, and that's a series that definitely brings that to the forefront. Uh, Band of Brothers. So great recommendations, Kyle. Great, great. Thank you. Great choice tonight. And, not you know, Disney, but. <laughs> it's, it's not Disney, but it's, it's important. And I'll be yeah. honest with you. I really, in advance of tonight's show, I hadn't thought of the stuff we love recommendation, but I do have one. It's not as meaningful necessarily as the Band of Brothers, but it is related to Disney. So are you familiar, Kyle, with Funko Pops, the figures? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. They're great collectibles. They have released Walt Disney World 50th anniversary Funko Pops. And one just came out that I had ordered months ago, and it just became available now. It is a Funko Pop of Mickey in his 50th anniversary outfit, and it comes with cinderella castle in uh, pink in the new color and it's pretty big yeah, did you post that i think i did yes yes i did i yes. did on instagram yeah. i guess it was yep. and um or twitter maybe it's both but anyhow yeah. um it's a cool thing they do a great job with their collectibles of sort of kind of reinforcing what people love about whatever it is they love whether it's marvel or disney world or whatever it's it's a it's a cool product so that's a recommendation. And I don't know what else I got. Cause I, I think I mentioned on a previous episode, Cobra Kai, which I'm catching up on. I just finished season two. Oh yeah. Amazing show. Amazing yep. show on Netflix. Um, yeah. So, th so that's it for me, Funko pops and Cobra Kai, which is uh, <laughs> it's a good combo right there. Good combo. Yeah. Um, I, I, I can't do the Funko pops because I'm a completist. Yeah. And if I start, I just have to get every single one of them. And, uh, uh, it'll just be chaos. <laughs> it's understandable. And that's the thing with collections. They just build and build and build. Um, Kyle, uh, please tell our listeners where they could find you on social media. Uh, on social media, I'm CT Disney fans on Twitter. And that's uh, pretty much where I'm at right now. Uh, yeah, we uh, haven't done a whole lot of uh, blogging lately. 
uh, in a while, just because uh, you know, things are just busy for us. Uh, believe it or not, with COVID time, we'd have plenty of time, but always found something to do with the family and, you know, we're back into the swing of sports. So well, I, I, I tell our listeners, everybody follow Kyle on Twitter. It's amazing. It's a great account. One of my favorites. So uh, thank you. Please do that. And I'll now tell our listeners where they could find Stuff We Love Podcast on social media. So we are on Twitter at Stuff We Love Pod, Instagram Stuff We Love Podcast. I will announce for the first time we are on TikTok at Stuff We Love Podcast, which is making me sound younger than I actually am to say that we're on TikTok, but it's true. And uh, it's new to us. So bear with us while we get our feet planted on TikTok. Anyhow, we have a YouTube channel and we're on Stuff We Love Podcast at podbean.com. That's our website. Our email is stuffwelovepodcast at gmail.com. We have a Facebook page as well. And you can follow me on Twitter at scottyboy4. That's S-O-S-C-O-T-T-Y-B-O-Y-4. And uh, I guess that's it. That takes us all the way through. Kyle, this is amazing, as always. Talking to you, it's kind of like having Bob Iger on the podcast. It's, it's that good. <laughs> So as I keep my speech slow because I'm a fast talker. I'm, you know, I'll <laughs> no, it's, it's good. It's good. No, it's true because you, you obviously are such a huge Disney World fan and it's great to talk to a fellow fan. And uh, it kind of reinforces what I love about the parks and the resorts and the food and all that stuff. So it has me excited for my own trips just talking to you. Oh, absolutely. No, I love talking to you about it. Again, same thing. With fellow Disney fan, you get it. You, know, you don't have to explain it. Sure. You know, so uh, it makes it real easy. When you could reference Sorcerer Radio and people know what you're talking about, that's how you know you're in comfortable company. Oh, absolutely. And with that, my friend, we will go around the table one more time. I am Scott. I'm Kyle. And this has been the Stuff We Love podcast.